Welcome to episode 347 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, biohacker, author of What, When, Why, and creator of the supplement line Avalon X. And I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa Spina, sports nutrition specialist, author of Keto Essentials, and creator of the Tone Breath Ketone Analyzer and Tone Lux Red Light Therapy Panels. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and ketogenicgirl.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this show do not constitute medical advice or treatment. To be featured on the show, email us your questions to questions at ifpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. So pour yourself a mug of black coffee, a cup of tea, or even a glass of wine, if it's that time, and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi, friends. I'm about to tell you how to get my favorite electrolytes for free, plus special announcement, Element's new chocolate medley is here. So when you think electrolytes, you might think summer and hot times and needing to stay hydrated. But did you know that hydration is actually super important in cold weather as well? There's an idea out there that cold weather reduces our hydration needs. That's not true. So in the cold, two main things can actually increase our metabolic rate. You may be working harder, tramping through the snow, and you can be wearing cumbersome winter clothing that can actually raise your energy needs by 10 to 20%. And as your metabolic rate raises, your sweat rate raises, and you need to replace those fluids with electrolytes. You also lose more water when it's cold through your breath. That's because cold temperatures contain significantly less water than hot temperatures, AKA it's drier outside. When you breathe in that cold, dry air, your respiratory system actually acts like a humidifier so that your body can be warm and humid like it likes to be. Of course, that drains your hydration reserves as well. One study actually found that respiratory water loss after a full day of activity nearly doubled at freezing temperatures compared to the 70s. On top of that, when you're cold, you actually become less thirsty, possibly from blood vessel constrictions in the cold, which can trick the body into thinking the blood volume is higher than it is. In other words, it's cold out there. You probably need hydration. And electrolytes are so key for all of these cellular processes in your body, all of your energy production. It all requires electrolytes, but it can be hard to find electrolytes which are clean, without unnecessary fillers, and which you can feel good about drinking. That's why I love Element. There's a reason I'm obsessed with it. There's a reason all you guys are as well. And like I said, I'm so excited because Element's new chocolate medley is here featuring chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. And this is a limited time, so you definitely want to stock up on these now. Plus, you can get a free gift with purchase when you purchase that chocolate medley or other Element electrolytes. That's right, you can get a free sample pack, eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. You can get yours at drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. That's drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. By the way, those chocolates in that chocolate medley make delicious hot chocolates. And of course, as always, Element has a no questions asked refund, so you have nothing to lose. So go to drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast to get your free electrolytes. 
One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed, but with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, friends. This is such a special episode today, and I talk about it in the episode, but I am just so thrilled because this is finally the test I have been looking for to truly help you understand what your actual food sensitivities are. I cannot recommend enough getting this test. And we do have a special coupon code just for our listeners. So you can go to melanieavalon.com slash Victus88. So that's melanieavalon.com slash V-I-C-T-U-S-8-8. 
8 and you see coupon code Melanie Avalon that will get you $55 off of a test. I am so excited about this, so grateful. So again, you can go to melanieavalon.com slash Victus88 V-I-C-T-U-S 88 with the coupon code Melanie Avalon to get $55 off of your testing. All right, now enjoy the show. Hi friends, welcome back to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I am so incredibly thrilled and excited, friends, about the conversation that I'm about to have. I'm just so excited. Okay, so here is the backstory on today's conversation. We talk a lot about food and diet on this show. We talk a lot about food sensitivities and reacting to food and finding the foods that work with you. We get questions all the time about food sensitivity tests and you know do they work are they accurate how to approach them etc 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 i've been very interested in the food sensitivity testing world typical tests and we'll talk about this in the show but there's a lot of different tests that will test things like igg maybe igm i've historically always just wondered if those tests were accurate because there's a lot of debate out there about are they actually showing you sensitivities? Are they just showing you what you're eating? And I was kind of just, I had it on my to-do list to like really research it some more and hopefully find a company that was doing some sort of testing that I could feel really, really good about. And so it was so perfect, so serendipitous. A lot of you guys know Scott Emmons because he is my partner with Avalon X at MD Logic. He's been on quite a few episodes of this show. So Scott introduced me to Vince Ojeda. He is the CEO of BioVision Diagnostics. And they have a product called Victus 88. It's a gut health test. And Friends, I did a call with Vince a while ago, a while ago now, and it blew my mind. I was so excited because what he is doing is exactly what I've been looking for for so long, which is a test that can actually show you your food sensitivities. And we're going to talk about why that is. It's a very accurate, (laughs) complex picture that you're going to receive. And I'm going to just stop rambling because there's so many specifics that we just need to dive into. But Vince, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And you're very welcome. I just, I, I can't iterate enough how excited I am about this. And especially when I talked to you on the phone that first time, because, you know, cause I meet with companies and products all the time and going into them, I never, I'm always like not quite sure how it's going to go and the level of detail or knowledge that they're going to have about whatever the topic may be. And talking to you was just so exciting because it was literally all these questions that I've had for so long. So To start things off, though, with the listeners, and you told me this on the phone, but would you like to tell them a little bit about your personal story and your journey with food and food reactions and what led you to this experience with Victus 88? Oh, absolutely. Again, my name is Vince Ojeda. And one of the things that I think everyone needs to know about me first off is that I'm a laboratory person by background. So I grew up in the lab business. I've been in the business for close to 30 years now in different capacities. So I've seen a lot of tests through the years that have come and gone. And when I learned about this approach to testing for food sensitivities, it kind of like you, it blew my mind. It was one of those things where I looked at it 
I had a few doctors that I work with look at it and we all just started scratching our heads going, this is incredible. This is a whole new approach. And so my experience really was in the summer of 2022 when we were launching this test directly to the consumer and I was doing some media. I was starting to get out and talk to some people and I was doing a pre-interview for a podcast and the interviewer asked me, what were your results like? And I said, well, I haven't taken the test yet, so that's not going to be a good question to ask me. And she said, what, are you crazy? She goes, this is your company. This is your test. I said, we've been so busy beta testing this with everybody else. So the moral of the story is take your own darn test when you have something, you know, a gold nugget in your hand, you, you need to take it. So when I took the test in the summer, at the late summer of 2022, I had just turned 50 years old. I was a little over 50 pounds overweight. I just had my doctor's appointment with my doctor, who's a good friend of mine, and he told me three things at that appointment. He said, you are morbidly obese, you have high blood pressure, we're going to have to up your medication, and technically, you're pre-diabetic. And my wife is a nurse, and like I said, I've been in the lab business for almost 30 years, so I know what that means. I know what those three things mean to anyone. And when you hear it for yourself, when when you become the patient and you hear those words being said to you, it has a different impact. And so I took the Victus 88 gut health test and I said to myself and everyone around me, I'm going to become the face of Victus 88, meaning I'm going to go all in with my results and I'm going to see exactly what this test can do. So when I got my results, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, I'm sure, how the results work and what you can do about it, I went all in. And I did everything the report suggested I do. I eliminated the foods that were toxic to my body. And Melanie, within three days, I was waking up earlier. I had more energy. I was getting things done faster and more organized. And my wife even said to me, what is going on with you? And I said, I think it's these foods that I'm not eating anymore. Within a couple of weeks, I had started losing some weight. I was feeling so much better. Like I said, I had so much more energy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. I hadn't been to the gym in 15 years. And I'll never forget, Melanie, I got on that treadmill for the first time. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to walk a mile. That's my goal. I'm going to walk a mile. And one mile, as you know, over time turns into two, turns into three, turns into lifting weights, turns into doing other things. And so what I'm saying is this test opened the door for me to be able to improve every other aspect of my health and wellness and of my life. So when someone asks me, what did Victus 88 do for you? I could go on forever because I've lost over 55 pounds. I've put on tons of lean muscle mass. I've been able to really self-educate myself about not just food sensitivities, but everything else that goes around health and wellness. And I've been able to utilize that information to make my entire life better. But it all started with this very simple test that anybody can take. You can take it at home 
and we give you the results. And I always tell people, we'll meet you halfway. We'll give you the information you'll need. You'll have this result that will show you exactly what you need to do. But I cannot go sit at your dining room table with you and say, Melanie, that was on your red list. You shouldn't be eating that right now. You know what I mean? So you've got to do the work, but we'll give you all the information. We'll open that door for you. And that's what Victus 88 did for me. And that's what we're trying to do now for as many people as possible moving forward. This is so incredible. So empowering. If listeners are curious, I have not done the test yet. So I'm really, really excited to do it personally. And we're actually going to have Vince back on my other show, the Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast. So I will have done it before then. So you'll definitely listeners have to check out that interview for my own personal experience. But I love that story. I love your testimonial. And I think it's so profound how many potential things that this could help with people that they probably don't even realize. Because I think when people think food sensitivities, they think immediate GI reaction. So, you know, like their stomach not feeling well, or maybe, you know, bowel issues, you know, constipation, diarrhea, but it goes so far potentially beyond that because if you're putting in essentially kryptonite into your body every day and not realizing it in your food choices, just think about the massive potential of energy you can free up in your body energetically for health issues. And like you mentioned with like the weight, and I just think there's just so much potential here. So the actual test itself, I am just so excited about it. So it tests four markers, IgE, IgG, IgG4, and C3D. So what do these four different markers mean? That is a great question. And I agree with you 100%. When people think of poor gut health, they think, well, I know what foods make me bloated. I know what foods make me constipated or give me diarrhea. Those are those immediate digestive reactions. And that's important to know. And that's important to avoid those foods because obviously your body's reacting to those. And those we always, t- we always say these foods are either going to help you or they're going to hurt you. And so what we do with these four immune reactions, when you, when you realize that 70 to 80% of your immune system is located in your gut, that should tell you that whatever you're putting into your gut is going to stimulate some type of an immune response. The good news is that as a laboratory, we can measure those responses to the foods that you're eating. And I want to make a, a slight distinction here, just so everybody understands. You don't have to have eaten these foods in the last day or in the last week or any time in your life for that matter. We're going to add that food to your sample, then we're going to measure that reaction in the lab. So we're going to get reactions, good, bad, or indifferent from these foods that we're measuring. And the reason we measure four reactions is because each of those markers that you mentioned, and I'll go through them very quickly, means something different to your body. The IgE that you mentioned is typically indicative of an allergic reaction. The IgG is related to more of a sensitivity. The IgG4, we call that a good reaction because that can create tolerance. So even if you're having an allergic reaction, you might have this other inflammatory response called IgG4 that comes in and helps your body with that food. And then the C3D is a complement reaction. And what that does is it 
amplifies some of these reactions, sometimes 1,000 to 10,000 times what a normal inflammation response would be. So we have to measure all four of those in order to get the full picture of what we're trying to look at here. And the, the key to this, this whole thing is that we're getting these numbers, we're getting these numeric values per immune reaction, and we can talk all sciencey about that. But the bottom line is we have formulated a proprietary algorithm that we put these numbers through that will then tell you the level of the severity of each sensitivity to these food antigens that we're adding to your sample. So we're giving you the complete picture. We're using the proprietary algorithm to measure the severity of that sensitivity. And then we're going to wrap it all up into what we refer to as a nutrition blueprint that's personalized and customized to you based on your body's reactions to those foods. So we're not going to sit there and tell you, oh, eat more leafy green vegetables. That's great advice, but what if you're allergic to lettuce? What if you have a sensitivity to kale? You know, so we have to be careful about what we give people in terms of generic information. This is very specific to your body and your body's reactions to those foods. If there's a food on that list that you, and I guess most people have been exposed at some point to all the foods. But if there's a food that you've never, ever actually been exposed to, if your body reacts at that moment, does that mean that that's the first time that the body's forming an immune response to that food and like learning that reaction right then and there? I was like researching the process of how the body becomes allergic and like the first time it's exposed and then it's, you know, creating these antigens and this reaction and then like the memory T cells and everything. So like if you've actually never been exposed to that food, you can't have a memory of being exposed to it. I'm just confused about like people who have never tried these foods before and they react to it. I think that's a good question. The bottom line is when you research immunity and especially food sensitivities or even environmental sensitivities like pollen and grass and things like that, there are still a lot of unknowns about why the body reacts the way it does. So the the real answer is the information that we're going to give you is going to be based on what your body's actually doing. It's not based on you know, the history or some other previous response that you had to it, typically you'll be able to predict which foods are going to be on your, what we call your red list. Okay. For example, gluten, if you know that gluten makes you bloated or it gives you diarrhea or has other, some type, some other type of digestive reaction, we're pretty sure that gluten's going to be on your red list. So I don't eat a lot of lobster, but lobster was on my eliminate list the first time I took the test. So that surprised me because I'm sitting there thinking, I don't even eat lobster. Well, you you can have that one of two ways. Number one, it's, you know the test is working because it's identifying reactions that your body is giving to that food. And number two, that's an easy one to eliminate because if you've got a food that you never eat that's on your eliminate list... Okay, so be it. I don't need it anyway. And that's actually when we get further into it, that's one of the big pieces of advice we give to people is, you know, look at those foods first and, and you know, look at the foods that you don't eat anyway and start there. Yeah. So in a way, it almost doesn't even matter because it's showing you now like where you're at and what you need to do. That's great. So the IgE, for example, because I think out of these four, even for me, when I first approached this, I was familiar with IgE and 
IgG. So the IgE for the allergies, and I was like going down the rabbit hole reading about that. Apparently it's only like 0.05% of our immune system, but it's the most potent with the allergic responses. So are those things that people are born with, the IgE allergies versus like the sensitivities, the IgG, is that something that's more created, you know, from our food and our environment? What do you see with that? Like, are people born a blank slate with allergies? You you asked a question that technically doesn't have an answer because most of the research that we've done has shown that the body's immune reactions, we, we don't know. There's no, are food allergies genetic? No. Are you born with them? We don't know. Does your body change over time? Yes. Does your immune system change over time? Of course. Look at people who have had cancer and survivors of cancer and things like that. You know, they, their body's immune systems completely change. My nephew, for example, had a bone marrow transplant when he was four years old. That completely transformed his immune system. And so we do things to our body, whether it's environmental, medical, situational, Anything that we're doing to our body is going to be changing our immune system all the time. Look at the different viruses that are introduced to us on a, <laughs> we just went through a pandemic, right? You know, that's going to change your immune system. So there, there are things that are happening around us that, and I think to, to get back to the basic point of why Victus 88 is so important, you said it earlier, and I'll put it in a different way. It's a snapshot. It's giving you the here and now of the foods that are impacting your body right now and at what level of severity. And I think that's important because when you have that list of foods in front of you and you're at the grocery store and you know that you've got a green list, a yellow list, and a red list of foods in front of you, you can make actionable decisions based on that report right then and there. I'll give you one example of what I did, not everybody does this, but I did because I, of course I'm, I, I had to go all in. I eliminated 23 foods from my diet of the 88 that we test for. I eliminated 23 of those foods for six months entirely, bar none, no exceptions, no cheating, no nothing. When I took the test again at the six month mark, 20 of those 23 foods fell off of my red list moved to my green list, my body, my gut had healed and my body had created a tolerance to those foods so that I could reintroduce those into my diet. Did I reintroduce everything? No, I still avoid gluten. I still avoid cow's milk. I still avoid certain things that I know still would probably have, I have a reaction to, and I just feel healthier not eating certain things. So that's an important point too, is that you're not born with it because your gut can heal, right? So we damage our gut over time and then we give it a chance to heal like I did after six months and you can reintroduce those foods. So that's a good thing that your body reacts and heals that way. When you think about when you when you get a cut on your skin, what does it do? What does it, do? it forms a scab. Why is that? Because your body is self-healing and your gut is the same way. When you give it a chance to heal, your gut will self-heal. And I think that's the point of Victus 88 is you're giving your body that chance to heal itself. That's so fascinating about, you know, going the six months and then the foods moving from the red to the green list. So when that happens, and I understand that there's like an algorithm and I'm assuming it 
Well, I guess this is part of the question. When that shift happens from foods going from from red to green, for example, is it that the IgG, the sensitivity goes down and the IgG4 tolerance goes up? Does just the tolerance go up and the IgG is still there? What is the potential options for how the immune system is changing? Do you just get more tolerance or do you also lose the sensitivity or is it a combination? It is definitely a combination. You, your body creates more tolerance and you lose some of the sensitivity because if you're not introducing those foods into your body that are toxic to your body, your body's not reacting to them all the time. And that's the main problem with food sensitivities is that when you're constantly introducing foods into your body that are toxic to you and you don't know it because we often say we don't know what we don't know you're actually creating what's referred to in our business and and yours as well, I'm sure, as chronic inflammation. And you know the list of diseases that are associated with chronic inflammation. So if you can avoid those foods that you know are creating toxicity in your body and give your body a chance to create that tolerance, reduce the sensitivity, give your gut a chance to heal. And yes, it is a combination of all of those. Then you're, you're giving your, your entire immune system a chance to recover and, and build a, a better immune system and better tolerance to all foods for that matter. I'm the case in point. I mean, I, I've lived it. I've, I've seen it. Hi friends. So I'm sort of haunted by clothes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I love wearing all the new clothes all the time. And I know that that is not really sustainable and not good for the planet. That's why I am thrilled that there is now a way to get all of the clothes with none of the waste. And I'm going to tell you how you can get unlimited clothes with no waste for a month for free. That's right, I now have a website for both myself and you guys where you can get free unlimited clothes with free shipping, free exchanges, nonstop from all of the hottest brands, and it is so incredibly easy. It's called MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. We have so many incredible brands, including my favorites like BCBG, Calvin Klein, and so many more. Think like a hundred brands. There are so many options. And the way it works is when you get a subscription, you search through the clothes, pick what you want. They send it to you with fast, easy shipping. You wear it as long as you want. And then when you're ready for more clothes, you just drop it off in their prepackaged envelope and get your next round. It is so incredibly cool. They have multiple plans. The starter plan gives you two pieces at a time. Friends, I actually have a little secret hacked. Don't tell them that I told you this. When you get your two pieces, you can actually immediately go into your account, click return, and they'll go ahead and send you the next two pieces. So technically you can have four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order so you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste. Oh, and of course, one of my major reservations was the cleaning compounds that they use on the clothes because yes, it is dry cleaning, which normally makes me nervous. And they don't say this on the website. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, what's going on with the cleaning? What do you guys use? Because I can't promote this if it's just normal dry cleaning. And thankfully, they let me know that they do not use any detergents, fabric softeners, or chemicals that are harsh. Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. 
It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to melanieavalonscloset.com to sign up. Free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right. Unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at melanieavalonscloset.com. That's melanieavalonscloset.com for all of the clothes, none of the waste. And definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's melanieavalonscloset.com. You know what I would be super interested about? I actually just interviewed for this show, Dr. Walter Longo. He's one of the main fasting researchers, possibly the main fasting researcher. He does a lot of research on the fasting mimicking diet, which is a five-day diet that sort of simulates the, the fasting state. And I know they've done a lot of research on how it can reset the immune system. I'd be super curious, A, how extended fasts would affect people's turnover rates or changes, and also like our audience being fasters. I'm just super curious if people who do intermittent fasting, if they get faster results after removing the foods and the turnover. Do you have any thoughts about fasting? I don't know if you collect data on your users as far as their eating habits and their fasting habits. We, we really don't right now, but I, I will tell you that that would make sense that if you're doing the intermittent fasting, if you're, if you're doing any fasting protocol, that if you're in addition to that, eliminating the foods that are hurting you in the first place, then that body's response, that immune response should improve quicker in a shorter amount of time. So that would make total sense to me, but I don't have any data points on that because we don't collect anything on our patients we do for our medical patients. So we, we have two patient populations. We have a medical population who we work through, you know, holistic practitioners and, and doctors and things like that. The bulk of our business, the, the vast majority of our business, though, is with patients who are direct consumer. They go onto our website. If they have to have a doctor's order, we provide that. Then they just order it online. We send them a kit and they send the, inform- the, the kit back to us. Gotcha. I I almost don't want to ask this question because I don't want people to make assumptions about what foods they may or may not react to. But I am super curious out of these 88 foods, like, is there a few foods that most people tend to react to and, and a few that tend to be less reactive? Like if I were to guess, I would guess that things like gluten are higher up there and things like meat might be lower and then plants like in between. I don't know. Like, did you have data on the spectrum of reactions? We don't track data per food only because we know that every result is going to be individualized to that patient. What I will tell you is that you're spot on. What we see the most of are things like gluten, cow's milk, egg albumin albumin and egg yolk, because we test for both. We test for the egg white and the egg yolk, things like that. When you look at the meats and some of the other things like that, they're much lower on the list, typically. That said, black pepper is a big one. We test for black pepper and garlic. That's another big one that we see quite often on these results as something to eliminate. So it really does run the gamut when you talk about gluten and cow's milk and things like that, for sure, they're, those are the big ones. 
Oh, I'm so excited to do mine. Do you test? Do you test chives? I eat a lot of chives. <laughs> They're in the onion family, though. They are. So we test for onion. <laughs> so, and one of the things to to keep in mind is that there are 88 food antigens that we test for. So we're going to measure these four immune responses in all 88 of those food antigens. We also provide you with our gut guide. When you get your result, you also get access to our gut guide. And in that gut guide, there is a food family guide where you can parse out each of those foods so chives would be under that onion family. And there are 382 foods in the food families that we test for. So there's a huge swath of foods that are really included in this test if you parse it down to those food families. That's where I was going with that question partly because out of all the foods I eat, I think chives would be the one that's probably not on there. But then I was thinking about how I th- it's in the onion family because I saw that chart, which was super cool, where you can see the, the family and the other foods that are related. Like how much does that transfer? If I came back allergic to onions, would I pretty much apply that to chives, at least for the elimination period? Or how much do people avoid that whole family if the food is in the red from that family? For simplicity's sake, most of our customers deal with the food antigen itself. So typically if someone has onions on their list, they're probably not going to go to the food family and eliminate asparagus and chives and garlic and leek, you know, all those other foods in that family. However, it's your choice. So we we always tell people, we're going to meet you halfway. We're going to give you the information. You're going to have all this information at your fingertips and you can go as far as you want with it or as little as you want with it. We have customers and patients who say, you know what, I absolutely cannot give up my peanuts. Okay, you've got 11 other foods on there, so you're eliminating 90% of the foods that are offending your body. So 90% is better than 0%. And when you, when you get down into those food families, it gets very, very detailed. And some of these food families have 12, 15 other foods in them. So it's tough to do that. So we're really at that top level of, of these 88 foods. If you eliminate those, you're doing a lot better than you were before you took the test. Yeah, I can imagine. And I'm super curious going back to the, the actual immune markers themselves, because like I said, I, I've just never, this is what I've been looking for. Like I've never found a test where they are testing the actual IgG, IgE, and then also these, you know, these coloring tolerance and amplification markers with the IgG4 and the C3D complement. And for listeners, so if they would like to get their own kit, we're so grateful. Vince has a discount code for you guys. So the website is victus88.com. And you can use the coupon code Melanie Avalon to get a discount on your kit. So I definitely cannot recommend enough that people check that out. I'm really, really excited about that. And for listeners, the show notes will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 347. And those show notes will have a full transcript as well as links to everything that we talked about. And they will actually include, we'll put a picture there because I know it's kind of hard hearing all of these letters and these, you know, IgG, IgE, IgG4, all these things. If you want to actually see it, we'll put a really nice picture in the show notes that kind of helps 
no pun intended, paint a, a clearer picture of everything. So um, again, show notes, ifpodcast.com slash episode 347. And we will also put in the show notes the discount code, which will be Melanie Avalon, and that will get you a discount on Victus88 at victus88.com. So definitely check that out. Besides IgG4 for tolerance and C3D for amplification, are there other tolerance ones and other amplification ones? Or how did you guys find these two markers? I'm just blown away that nobody else is doing this. The markers have been there for decades. And I think that is the kind of the crux of the issue right now is that most of the other tests that are on the market will test you for either an allergy or a sensitivity. Sometimes you can get both if you pay extra. We include all four because these are the four that are the most important to your body's immune reactions, obviously. Technically, any lab could do this testing. The biggest difference is that we test for all four immune reactions. And when we give you those results, you have that full picture of what your body's reacting to with those, with those 88 different foods. The biggest difference really is in that algorithm and how we calculate the, the level of the severity of the sensitivity and break those out for you in that simplified nutrition blueprint that you can print those pages off, take it to the grocery store, take a screenshot on your phone, and you'll know which foods to avoid and which foods you're safe with. And, and it, it makes a lot of sense that way. Awesome. We're mentioning the, the green and the red, but there's also a yellow list, correct? There is, yes. So what's the yellow list? The nutrition blueprint has the three columns of food. There's actually two pages that are the most important in this entire report. And in those two pages, each one has the green list, which is no limitation. You can eat those foods all you want. The yellow list is a rotate list. In other words, you can rotate those foods in and out of your diet every 72 hours. So your body had some reaction, but not enough of a reaction to cause you to eliminate that food entirely from your diet. And of course, the red list is the eliminate list, which is you need to take those foods entirely out of your diet because those are the foods that are causing immune reactions that are, that are causing your issues. Okay. So a question about the yellow list. So, you know, so that has the option to rotate it, like you said, every 72 hours. Could you also take the eliminate approach with the yellow list and try to get those yellow foods to move to green later? Yes, absolutely. There are, I've seen some reports where there are a lot of foods on that yellow list and it is tough to remember which ones to rotate myself, I had just a few in my yellow list. So it was pretty easy. I had eggs. I had egg yolk and egg white in my yellow list. So that was pretty easy for me. I, I only eat eggs at the time once or twice a week anyway. So that was easy for me to rotate. And then typically, yes, typically what patients will do is take their yellow list and just move them to the red list. It's just, sometimes it's just, practically speaking, it's just easier to do it that way. Okay. And what is the sensitivity and specificity of the test? Actually, I think I asked you this on the phone, like how accurate and are there false positives, false negatives? How accurate is it? The accuracy of the test is extremely high because again, we're measuring age old, decades old immune reactions in a laboratory setting. So this is a, what's considered a highly complex laboratory test. So we're measuring these reactions. They're steadfast 
old bygone reactions that we can measure on an instrument, on an analyzer that gives us a number. It's a hard and fast number. There really are no false negatives or positives because these are numeric values coming off of an analyzer run in a laboratory. I mean, the the main thing really is that algorithm. It's putting those pieces together. If if you have if you go to the store and you buy a puzzle with a thousand pieces in it and you open the box and there's only 250 pieces in there, you're never going to be able to put that puzzle together. What we give you are all 1,000 pieces. So we, you can put that whole puzzle together and see that whole picture of your immunity to those 88 different foods. Has the algorithm evolved or changed or does it evolve and change as you, I know it's you know anonymous data, but as you do these tests and people retest, which that could be another question as well, has the algorithm changed? I'm super just curious, like before you tested anybody, did you create this algorithm you know, without having this massive population sample? The algorithm changes, it definitely changes over time because as you add more patient population to the statistical values of the, you know, the reference range, what we call a reference range in the laboratory, which is your your zero to 100, your low to high and everything in between, those reference ranges change over time with people as you add more people to those ranges. So, we evaluate that on an annual basis. So we don't evaluate it every month or anything like that. So typically when those reference ranges change, that's when the algorithm is going to change. I will tell you it's ever, ever, ever so slight. Barely, rarely do we see a major change where we would have shifted a lot of people into this other category. It's pretty solid as far as how the algorithm is consistent, very rarely would we change something to where people would shift into a different category on a regular basis. It's just, it, that's not, yeah. So that led to my, my second question, the actual retesting. So when people are doing this, can people benefit from just doing it once? Do they need to be retesting? If so, how often are they retesting? What does that process look like? Most of our customers do the test one time. It's their option if they want to retest. What we do recommend is that when you do the, when you get your first result and you follow that protocol, follow it for at least three months. You don't have to do it six like I did. I was pretty extreme, but I was on a mission. <laughs> so I had, I had a different perspective, right? The, the typical patient will go about three months with that protocol. If you, see the changes, you feel the changes, which you will, you'll know when, when those changes are happening. Cause it happens very quickly, by the way, it may not be necessary to retest. I retested because I was very curious. There were a lot of foods on my red list that I wanted to reintroduce back into my diet. So I, I was missing some foods, right? So that's why I retested. We do have a certain segment of our patient population who want to retest and see it on paper, in writing, yep, sure enough, I tried peanuts the other day and I had no reaction. I didn't have any eczema. I didn't get any headaches the next day like I used to. So you can, pre you're, if you're listening to your body and you're in touch with how your body's feeling and, and showing itself to you, because your body does show you exactly what it's feeling, then you don't necessarily need to retest. We, we recommend it for people who are on the fence with some foods, but they want to know for sure. Okay. 
That makes sense. I would definitely be like you. I'd want to retest. (laughs) I'd want to know for sure. I would probably want to be retesting like, you know, yearly (laughs) because that's just me. Yeah, I do every six months. Yeah, that's good to know. Something else that you talk about in the results, not testing from the actual people's immune responses, but I believe there is information about FODMAPs and amines and moldy food as well. What are the other foods that it talks about in people's reports? or other compounds in food. Sure. So we so we provide the what we refer to as the nutrition blueprint, which is going to be your green list, your yellow list and your red list. We're going to give you a less restrictive and a more restrictive diet so you can choose between those two which one you want to do. We also provide you with an immune index which is basically a list of rank order high to low what kind of reactions you had in your foods by in order of the 88 foods. And then we will also give you what we refer to as biogenic compounds. These are not immune response driven, but they can mimic irritations and allergies. So you kind of wonder, okay, is this, is this in a reaction? So oxalates, amines, histamines, lectins, FODMAP, like you mentioned, salicylates, and some others. So that's a separate page in the report. And then we also give you some exposures by food group. We're not measuring each reaction by group. We're, we're measuring very specific reactions by the 88 foods, as we mentioned. But then we break it down into food groups. So you may have more sensitivities to, to regular fish and more allergic reactions to shellfish. We also look at seeds and nuts, fruits versus vegetables, legumes and beans, meats and dairy. So we give you all of that information. These reports usually run about 14, 15 pages long, just so you know. You just said so many keywords. I know listeners are familiar. I made my app food since guide. It, you know, it's not obviously at all looking at immune reactions, but it was because I was so fascinated by people's reactions to things you mentioned, FODMAPs, histamine, salicylates. So man, sounds like this will pair really well <laughs> with that. If people would just like to learn more about the non-immunogenic responses and things. So you guys have a really awesome website, which the website is victus88.com. So V-I-C-T-U-S 88.com. There's a really awesome guide that you can download that has an FAQ and, and it goes through all of this and it, it gives you an idea of what to expect and what you can learn. And it's really comprehensive and really helpful. And it even has questions like one of the questions on it was like, what is the difference between gluten and wheat on the report? And, you know, people may think that they react to gluten, but it doesn't show up on the results. And so, you know, it talks about all of that out of curiosity, by the way, gluten versus wheat. What's, what's the difference there? Because I think that's something people think about all the time as far as reacting to things. And they kind of lump them as together as one thing. They, they do. And I will tell you that typically, if you have a reaction to gluten so severe that we're telling you to eliminate it from your diet, we will typically tell you to eliminate barley, rye, and whole wheat as well. Just that, that being said, gluten is in whole wheat. However, wheat also has different proteins that can be reactive. So that's why we measure for both. So you could have a sensitivity to wheat, whole wheat, but not the gluten. When you have a reaction to gluten, we're automatically going to eliminate whole wheat because gluten is in whole wheat, if that makes sense. 
Hi, friends. I wanted to take a quick moment to tell you about some brand new, exciting news. I am about to release the second generation of the Tone device. If you are someone who does intermittent fasting on a regular basis or even prolonged or extended fasting, and you like biofeedback and data, the Tone device is an incredible tool for gauging your rate of fat burning. Now, when our bodies go into a state of ketosis, we generate ketones in the liver and part of those ketones are diffused through our airways in a form called acetone. Now, ketones themselves, the ones that our liver produces from our fat, they are actually a form of fuel, and acetone is a byproduct of that fuel production and utilization. So it actually gives you a proxy for your fat burning and lets you know how deeply your body is in a state of fat burning based on the ketones being diffused. So 15 to 20% of those blood ketones are diffused in the form of acetone. And so we can measure and quantify our rate of fat burning. I absolutely love using the Tone device and so many Tone device users do as well. It's non-invasive. It's one investment and you don't have to buy these expensive wasteful test strips all the time. You can use it an unlimited amount of times. I have been working for the past couple of years on developing this brand new second generation of the Tone device and I am so incredibly excited about it. I am going to be offering a very special launch discount on the second generation of the Tone device. You can sign up to receive that discount by going to tonedevice.com and signing up with your name and email address and you will be added to the list to exclusively receive this launch discount on the brand new second generation of the Tone. So again, head over to tonedevice.com to sign up for the list and you will receive that launch discount, which I have especially created for listeners of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. All right, friends, now back to our show. I understand the algorithm is doing this work for the person and that it's putting the foods into the green, red, and yellow. So does it even matter? Because I'm envisioning how I'm probably going to react. Like if I if I get back, because I know for me personally from a prior blood test, well, this was a while ago though, but I have an IgE re- reaction to wheat. So if I were to see my results on the Victus 88 test, like does it even matter? Say wheat is in the red for me. Does it matter if it's an IgE versus IgG as far as the potential implications of if I can switch it over to green? This is why we measure all four immune responses, because if you have an IgE response, which you said from a previous lab report, you did have an IgE response to, to, to whole wheat. The problem is they didn't measure you for IgG4, which is your tolerance. The tolerance can offset the allergy. So that's why we say IgG4 can actually be good. That's why we measure it because it can counterbalance that allergic reaction, meaning your body's actually protecting you at the same time as having an allergic reaction, if that makes sense. So I would say you might still have wheat on your report, but you might also have have a tolerance reaction to where our report may say, no, Melanie, that that's green for you. Wheat's, wheat's totally fine because you're immune tolerant. And do you find that people who have the IgE versus the IgG, like, is it easier to switch over IgG ones versus IgE ones? Or does, are either of them open for switching? 
the tolerance reaction is only going to impact the the allergy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the the IgG four is not going to do anything for your IgG, which is your sensitivity. Okay, that's interesting. So you have the allergy. The IgG four tolerance can help that. So the sensitivity, the IgG, that's one where you just have to essentially lose the sensitivity by not exposing yourself to it and, and healing your gut. Boom. Correct. Exactly. Okay. That's the one where you're giving your gut a chance to heal. You you give your immune response or your immune system a chance to settle down, give your gut a chance to heal, get rid of your leaky gut, and then you can reintroduce those foods based on your body's reactions after that first few months. Okay. And then the amplification, the C3D complement, does that amplify both sensitivities and allergies or just one of them? Typically, the C3D complement is only going to amplify the sensitivity reaction, which is the IgG. The problem is that that complement, when that's present with an IgG response, it can be 1,000 to 10,000 times the normal sensitivity response. So that's a lot. That makes a huge difference. And again, that's why we added this to our test protocol, because it makes such a big difference in the practical application of what you're going to do with that food. You cannot do this test with one of these or two of these. You have to have all four because as you can see, they all intermingle. Some offset each other, some amplify each other. So you have to have all four to run them through this algorithm to give you this list of foods that says, Safe, not safe, rotate. And what about, so you don't have IgM, which like when I've done testing in the past, it would always test me for IgG and IgM. Is that one just not relevant to what people are looking to gain here information wise? The IgM reaction is typically a reaction that is so fast that by the time you measure it and by the, you know, a couple of hours can pass and that IgM reaction is not going to be there there anymore. So the IgE reaction is a valuable reaction to measure. The IgM is so quick and furious that it's out of your system by the time it's going to make any type of even short-term impact on your body. Oh, wow. Okay. Very interesting. And then, so the actual process. So when people get the kit and again, listeners who have to circle back when we have Vince on the biohacking podcast and hear my experience. But for listeners who get the kit, what is the process like? How easy is it? What are the options for collecting the sample? What does that look like? Sure. The process is extremely simple. We spent a lot of time making this a seamless, simple process for customers. They go to the website. You mentioned it earlier. It's victus88.com. They will click on order test. We'll first read about it, learn more. We've got some links there and some good information on our social media as well. We're putting a lot of content out there for people. Order the test. You fill in your information with your demographics. You put in your credit card. You'll have a discount code that Melanie mentioned as well. And we ship you the kit. You'll have the kit within two days. You can collect it yourself with a finger stick. It's about a 30 second to a one minute process to collect that sample with a finger stick. Or you can choose the venipuncture or the serum sample collection, which we do give you a couple of options to find someone who will come out to your house or your office and draw your blood. They'll spin it down and they'll take it back to FedEx for you. It's a little more expensive. The finger stick is by far our most popular option because it is a do-it-yourself. You can do it right there in the privacy of your home whenever you're ready to do it. Everything's included in the kit. 
everything you need is included the kit, including the FedEx bag and shipping label to go back to us at the lab. So we ship you the sample, you collect your kit, you ship it back to us, and we'll have a report to you within a couple of weeks. Awesome. I love that. And I can't wait to do it for myself. And also for listeners, I just wanted to iterate. I've thought this myself. I've definitely seen this with feedback from listeners. Sometimes people like they don't want to know. Like I kind of see this with continuous glucose monitors. People love wearing continuous glucose monitors on this show. We talk about it all the time because it gives you a a real-time picture of how foods are affecting your blood sugar levels. And I will hear people say, They just don't want to know. So what advice or guidance do you have for people who might be fearful? You know, they, they're worried that it's going to show that them that their favorite food is something they react to. I will say that that guide I mentioned earlier on the website has a very nice, like it walks you through like how to handle the results that you get and how to best tackle it in the way that works with you and your life. And, you know, what are your negotiables and non-negotiables with these foods that you personally are open to excluding or not excluding? So I guess just what would you tell listeners about the cost benefit as far as learning information that maybe they don't want to hear, maybe they do? What are your, what are your thoughts there? I would say first, you have to realize that only you can decide on what's best for you. This test will empower you. It will give you the information that you can use as much or as little as you like to completely change your life. And I'm a prime example of that. I would not be the person I am today without this test. We have testimonials from people all over the country, all walks of life, all income levels that write us thank you notes because yeah, you know what? You're going to have foods on your list that you love, that you enjoy, that you are going to miss for a few months. But you know what? It's worth it. If it were easy, everyone would do it. And taking care of your health and wellness isn't always easy. Sometimes you have to do the hard things. This is a temporary change. If you really want to supercharge your life, what I call supercharge your life, then this is step one. A lot of people will go to different avenues of health and wellness. They'll they'll buy the magic pill, they'll do this supplement, they'll do that, you know, and they don't know if it's going to work. At least we know that this has the science behind it. At least you know going into this that, okay, for me, for example, eggs were a big one for me and they were red, red. I mean, you can see the values on this report. My eggs were off the chart and so was gluten and so was cow's milk. And I had no idea. So I had to eliminate those. And you know what? It, it changed everything for me. So the cost benefit is there. And again, I say, you have to decide what's best for you. We'll, we'll meet you halfway. We're going to get you the information. We're going to get you the resources. We've even got a team of nu- nutrition coaches who will coach you one-on-one on a telehealth about your report. We even provide access for you. If you take advantage of it, great. If you don't, that's up to you too. But this will help. It has helped everyone who takes it seriously and applies the protocol. It helps people in ways I can't even, we don't have time to tell all the stories I want to tell. 
Like I said at the beginning, I am just beyond thrilled about this resource. I cannot wait to do it myself. I can't wait for listeners to try it out. And listeners, definitely let us know if you do it. We would love to hear your experience. Definitely write into the show and we would love to share that on the show, people's experience, you know, doing this report and this test and getting the results and how it changes everything. So again, Vince, thank you so much for everything that you're doing and, you know, helping create this test and access to it, which I just think is going to change so many lives. I mean, I'm sure it already is. And yeah, again, so for listeners, Victus88.com, coupon code Melanie Avalon to get a discount. I can't wait to do it myself and have you on the biohacking show and talk more about all the things. So just thank you so much for all that you're doing. I'm, I'm just so grateful for everything. Thank you so much, Melanie. I appreciate your time and everybody out there, stay healthy, stay well, and let us know if you have any questions. You can always reach us through social media. We're very in touch with our customers, 100% response rate. What are the links for people to follow you on social media and all the things? Facebook, we are Victus88. On Instagram, we are Gut Health Test, all one word, Gut Health Test on Instagram. And our website, you can contact us through our contact page on the website. Or you can call us, call us at the lab. Our, our phone number's on the website. You know, we, we love hearing from customers. We love answering questions and getting people through those little last minute hurdles of, oh, but what about this and what about that? So we're, we're 100% in touch with our customers. When you call the lab, you don't get a phone menu. A live person answers the phone. We're very old fashioned that way. We want to be in direct co- contact with all of our customers. Awesome. I love it so much. Well, we'll put links again to all of that in the show notes at ifpodcast.com slash episode 347. Thank you so much, Vince. I can't wait to continue to connect on all of this and thank you for all you're doing and we will talk soon in the future. Excellent. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember, everything we discussed on this show does not constitute medical advice and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. If you enjoyed the show, please consider writing a review on iTunes. We couldn't do this without our amazing team. Administration by Sharon Merriman. Editing by Podcast Doctors. Show notes and artwork by Brianna Joyner. Transcripts by Speech Docs. And original theme composed by Leland Cox and recomposed by Steve Saunders. See you next week.